Aloha, and welcome to this episode of the Hawaii Smooth Jazz Connection. I am your host, Gwendolyn Harris. My guest today is a saxophonist who is a native of Galveston Island, Texas, who brings a fresh perspective to the new era of contemporary jazz. His latest single, All In, is climbing the charts. I am so happy to have him on the show today. Let's welcome Mr. Justin Lancaster to the show. Aloha, Justin, how are you? Hi, Gwendolyn. I'm well. How about yourself? Thanks for having me. I am hanging in there. I'm doing well. I got you here with me today. What's been going on with you? Oh, man, what has not been going on? Uh, Gosh, where where to start, man? Just welcome in a uh, new baby girl of the world. Uh, Thank you. About two weeks ago. So uh, very sleep deprived, but uh, it's the best uh, sleep deprivation uh, that that you can have. Right. So uh, there's no better, no bigger joy than than welcoming a new family member. So, uh, gosh, man, that working on new music. uh, Sheesh, man. Where, where? Where to, where, where, to, where to start, where to finish with all this. It's, it's a lot, um, but I wouldn't have it any other way. And uh, here I am, so. Well, we are glad to have you here and we're gonna get this show started. So what or who inspired you to play music? Oh, wow, great question. Well, I'll just say this. Uh, I'd have to put two people on that roster. Uh, I'll just tell you, I was raised in the kind of straight ahead uh, jazz um, you know, and, and for me, it was John Coltrane, just the freedom of expression, um, really opened my ears up to kind of what, what can be done on a saxophone. Right. Uh, but I have to say, you know, going a little bit uh, farther up in the years, um, contemporary jazz, uh, as we know it, I mean, Grover Washington was, was my other inspiration. Man. I think, uh, gosh, I got a CD of his and man, that thing. I'm surprised I didn't ride the wheels off that thing because it's it's uh, I I absolutely study transcribe every single track and uh, yeah man I, I feel like I wouldn't be here if I hadn't heard uh, Grover Washington so so what's your favorite song of Grover Washington? You know what it, it, this is going to be a strange one but uh, I like his rendition of Michael Jackson's you know I can't help that so beautiful he's on soprano on that one and. Uh, just it has a real nice flow to it. It has a bossa nova type of feel and uh, probably one of his lesser known tunes, but man, a very beautiful tune. Nice. Now, do you play any other instruments? I do. So I play a little bit of keys. Actually, uh, you know, <laughs> I wanted to play drums. Uh, I played drums growing up. I had several drum sets. And you know what? When I got in band, they, they basically said, man, we got a long waiting list of, of people wanting to get into the percussion section. So you're going to have to settle on something else. So, um, you know, kind of looked around, trumpets were taken, and gosh, man, you know, alto sax it was. So here I am. Now, you have two singles out. Your, your, um, your first single is entitled uh, Without a Doubt, right? And then the latest one, I love both of your singles. But the latest one I absolutely love, and that is entitled All In. And you worked with a very, I want to say, legendary person on that single, on that track. Tell us about that and what inspired that title, All In. Sure. So, you know, I worked with uh, Greg Manning, which I think is no stranger to the contemporary jazz uh, genre. And, you know, I'd heard Greg's name more as a producer. Uh, really before I heard him as an artist. And 
you know, all these, these, these number one singles, you know, and I really liked his style because uh, he's, he's a master of his craft and that uh, um, he, he just, you know, no track of his ever sounds the same between different artists. I think he's uh, somebody that takes what an artist does well, takes their strengths and, 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 and listens to what they do and builds the track based on that. And so, uh, gosh, man, I, I gotta tell you, such a pleasure to work with him. Um, an amazing uh, artist, but, but an even better person, man. Uh, we just had a really fun time in this creative process. Uh, I think, you know, when you think about the title All In, um, it's really, you know, you're going all in. You're leaving it, you know, all on the table at that point. And uh, for me, this, this was it. And I kind of wanted to show uh, the world, you know, what I could do on this instrument. And uh, Greg did a great job. We, we thought, hey, you know, why don't we kind of mix some of those decades of, of music up. Uh, you know, our first thought was, man, and he said, you sound a little bit like, uh, kind of like Sanborn in a way. And, and he said, cook up something that's a little reminiscent of his, like his Voyeur album. And, uh, but you know, when you listen to this track, it's also got a lot of those elements of the 90s, 2000s, contemporary jazz scene. You know, if you were listening to something like Gerald Albright. Um, and so when you listen to it, it's got something I think that relates to a lot of different uh, uh, types of people, a lot of different uh, broader audience, right? Um, and so when you think of all in, it's it's really, hey, we're going all in on this track, and, and we're going to try to be as uh, as authentic as we can, right? You know, we we wanted to try to do this in as few takes as possible, uh, and make sure you know what what is coming from the heart and soul, right? And that's what you hear on the track, so. So now, you know, I, I don't want to say we're out of this pandemic yet because we're still there, but things are opening up a lot, which is amazing. And I know you artists are glad that that's happening. So during the, during the pandemic, what did you do to keep sane? <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, gosh, man, that is a really good question. So, you know, for me, that was actually the start of all this. That was the start of all this. Um, I was a new artist that really, really badly wanted to get into contemporary jazz. Um, you know, for any of those indies like myself out there, um, they know, you know, it's, it's a massive undertaking because, you know, all facets of this music thing, um, aside from being the, the, the artist, right? Aside from production, you've got the, the business side of it that you've got to take care of, getting all that stuff set up. Um, getting the label set up. So, you know, I've got this label now, it's South Heights Sounds. And, you know, it, that was kind of starting. You know, I started uh, working on my craft. Um, I think at that point, yeah, you know, I, I, I still, even this day, I'm still barely scratching the surface of, of what can be done in this horn, but uh, I really started working hard, you know, um, started, started running through all my books, all my exercises as much as possible. That kept me busy, man, because, yeah, you know, with my job, and especially with music, uh, it was a little weird. It was weird just being home all day. And I said, you know, uh, for me, the main goal is, man, I'm not going to come out of this pandemic uh, uh, in worse shape than, than when I entered it, right? So for me, I wanted to try to do the things, control the things that I could control, right? Which was, hey, practicing, uh, working on, you know, hey, what outlets do I need to go to? Um, who do I need to talk to to find out this, that, and the other? So it was a one big, you know, all these pieces of the puzzle um, kind of coming together slowly but surely. Uh, over that period of time. And, you know, man, it, it ended up working up, uh, working out in my favor because, um, gosh, what do you do when you have that much time? Well, you know, practicing with the other part is listening to a lot of music, um, including, you know, listening to yourself and, and trying to figure out, you know, who you are, you know, who, who am I as a saxophonist? What is my sound? 
And uh, gosh, man, you know, for me, uh, despite, you know, the sadness of it all, I tried to, I'm a, I'm a guy that tries to see the glass half full. And that's what I did, man. I just, I went to, through it and it just was relentless every day. I had a schedule and I just kind of stuck to it, man, you know, and uh, flash forward to now, here we are. So now you talked about sound, right? What that, because there's so many saxophonists out there. All right. What sets your sound apart from everyone else? What makes you different? You know, uh, if I had to sum it up, I would say it's probably a combination of two things. Um, obviously, a saxophone is a very, it's got a very sweet, a very, uh, uh, you know, seductive sound to it, right? Um, but I also try to incorporate outside of that uh, a little bit of funkiness to it. You know, um, where I'm from, uh, man, I grew up with what we call second line bands. And for anyone from the South, you know, that uh, when you talk about Mardi Gras, that's synonymous with, with second line bands. Uh, and so aside from that, I was in a high step and marching band. And so we played a lot of radio tunes, a lot of pop tunes, right? And so I try to incorporate a lot of that, you know, that R&B, that pop, that hip hop uh, into my sound to make it, to make it interesting, you know, because I think uh, there's something to be said about someone who can really sound uh, extremely good just from a sound uh, standpoint. But, you know, playing is the other thing, you know, not trying to play a ton of notes, but at the same time, freedom of expression. And that's always what I try to do on the saxophone is, is uh, get that freedom of expression. You know, I want the listener to really hear what's in here and, and what's in here, right? And that's that's kind of the goal. So that, I think that's that's kind of what separates me from the rest, what makes me different. Okay, all right. Now we have, we're gonna have some music listeners or saxophonists out there. What brand of saxophone do you do? You know what, right now, I probably should say this, but, uh, I'm not endorsed just yet, but you know what? I'm using a cannonball, uh, Big Bell. And, uh, you know, came from, uh, gosh, man, I played Yamahas my whole life. Um, you know, it's it's kind of just one of those things that, uh, you know, everyone's different, right? Um, when you're finding a sound on the saxophone, no two saxophone players are alike, and you really have to find the sax that resonates best for you. Um, someone might pick up a horn that I consider to be the best horn I've ever played and say, man, uh, this this horn this one sucks you know um, and and that's okay that's that's the beauty of it all everyone's different so so I want people I want some people to know um, that uh, you know a lot of times people think that musicians that's all they do is just play music right they don't realize and you and I talked about this earlier they don't realize that some musicians have other jobs right so. Do you have another job and what is? Sure, yeah. So uh, there's no secret about it. You know, look, if you want to be successful in this business, you know, sometimes it does require great sacrifices. Um, you know, obviously it, it can be hard when you're starting out, right? So uh, for me, my, my day job, my full-time day job, um, I am a medical device uh, salesperson slash territory manager. And so I manage uh, the state of New Mexico and uh, El Paso, Texas, out of my area and uh, work with a lot of great doctors. I'm very fortunate to, to do what I do, work with the people that I work with. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a people person. And so just being able to interface with people and, and uh, gosh, man, take them out to lunch. Uh, hopefully they buy my products. Um, you know, that's, that's uh, I would say that's another passion of mine. You know, I definitely couldn't be doing both of these 
uh, simultaneously if I did love both of them. So, what or who would be your dream collaboration? Who would you love to collaborate with? Somebody that you haven't done yet. You've, you've already done the master, Greg Madden. Who would you love to collaborate with next? Oh, you know, there's a lot of great artists out there. Um, gosh, both young and old. And uh, I'd have to say for me, it would be Norman Brown because, you know, when I was in band and we were first kind of being introduced into contemporary jazz, um, I stumbled across Norman Brown's, uh, one of his, his older albums back on the Mojazz label. And uh, my gosh, man, that, that album just blew me away. Um, I, again, another one of those albums just had on repeat all the time, uh, just instantly kind of fell in love with, with uh, Norman's sound, but also his, his ability to, to move through different keys, um, just the, the um, you know, ideas that he put out there for, for listeners to hear was so different. Um, instead of, you know, contemporary jazz, some people think about, you know, hey, something really, really, really slow, and it doesn't necessarily have to always be that. I felt like Norman Brown was always talking to me directly through the speakers. And so, uh, man, gosh, you know, who knows? Never say never, but uh, Norman Brown would probably be the first guy I would, I would, I would have uh, that dream collab with, so. Okay, well, you, gotta, you speak that into existence. You speak right. it into existence. Now, I do have some more questions for you, but I think our audience really wants to hear a little something, something from you. Do it. Can you do that? Absolutely, let's do it. Okay.
I just didn't know Hawaii had quite the jazz scene that they do. And of course, a buddy of mine who you know, uh, Jesse Thompson, aka Jazz, kind of put me on to that. And uh, man, I was pleasantly surprised because uh, what, what's better than, than uh, going on vacay, listening to smooth jazz, man? I mean, in Hawaii of all places, that's, uh, that's the dream destination. So, oh yeah, far. No doubt. No. Um, now, we just have a few more minutes to go, but I have a few more questions. What new projects, if any, are you working on? What, what should I be putting on my calendar? Well, so uh, the next project is a big one, uh, and that is the album. So uh, we're going to have an 11-track album. Obviously, you guys have kind of heard a few of the offerings um, that will all be on the album. Um, the album is going by the title Nightcap. So uh, you get the gist that, hey, you know, this is going to be one of those wind down kind of things, right? Um, you know, kind of my idea is uh, you're on a rooftop, the sun's setting, you've got a glass of wine in your hand, and uh, man, what's better than listening to jazz to to make your day better? So uh, Nightcap is going to feature a lot of great artists. Um, gosh, man, we've got a lot of great producers on there. Uh, you know, we talked about Greg Mann, and we've got Ollie Silk on there uh, looking to feature uh, quite a few big names on there, uh, ranging from from people like Adam Holly, Ollie Silk, uh, Lynn Roundtree. Uh, maybe maybe we'll have Greg Manning on there as well. But uh, you know that's that's what I'm working on right now, and just trying to trying to make it the best that it possibly can be. You know, for me, it's I don't want to put anything out there that's that's uh, not at the level that that I see it or I need it to be at um, to to be able to live with it, right? So, well, I'm looking forward to that when it comes out. Um, what advice would you give to a new artist that's coming into this industry? And I know, um, I don't want to say you're fairly new, but you're coming on to the scene. But if you look back to tell somebody else that's coming on, what would you tell them? You know what? Uh, <laughs> it's like Nike, man. You know, just, just do it. Um, you cannot overthink this thing. Um, we have 
And unfortunately, not a lot of people know this, but man, um, for every one great radio artist out there, I'm a believer that there is 10 extremely talented, uh, no name, uh, maybe that, maybe not artists, but, uh, you know, they're up and coming artists. And, uh, a lot of times, you know, if you're like me, you always let all those, those hurdles intimidate you because there's so many obstacles, right. To, to go through, to get here. And I, I think sometimes people can psych themselves out, you know, but man, just start it, take it one day at a time. And honestly, man, don't overthink it. Just do it. And you know what, later on, you worry about all the other stuff. You can worry about, you know, hey, I, I wish I would have had this production or I wish I would have had this sound. You can iron all that out. But, you know, one of the greatest things is once your body of work is out there, it's out there. And it's, it's definitely it's something to be proud of. So the only way you get there is, again, just do it. You know, that's that's great advice. That's that's perfect advice, because, you know, I work with a with a lot of artists um, and I love working with the newer artists. I love it. I just love it, love it, love it. Because like you said, for everyone, there's 10 other, right? So yeah, I'm with you on that one for sure. I have one last question for you and then and then we'll have to go. And then I'm gonna have to do a part two with you as oh. well, because there's so much that I wanna cover, uh, cover with you. But this last question is, where can the viewers go to find your music? Yeah, so, you know, first off, uh, it's available on all streaming platforms. Uh, anywhere you find and can purchase music, it's going to be there. So Apple Music, you want to buy it, it's on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, Tidal, uh, the list goes on and on. Um, you can visit my website, um, jlancastersax.com. Now, um, it is currently undergoing a little bit of maintenance, um, and I'll just share a quick little detail with you. Um, this is actually some of the new merch we're looking at putting onto the website. So if you can see that, that is my logo. And that's got a big J, right? Um, and it's got the saxophone kind of. So here, see that? Let me see if I can. Boom. I've got a real nice one too. It's got the big J saxophone on the back. And it's a black one with black and gold. So uh, we're going to have a lot of different colors. Uh, coming out, but you know, man, gosh, everything down from coffee mugs to uh, to, to hats. Um, you know, I, I really wanted to make sure that um, everything I put my brand, my name on, you know, is is, is always uh, of high quality. So you can rest assured, you know, something that you you get to support this this cause. Uh, I think you're really going to dig it. So, wow. Well, Justin, I thank you so much for being here with me today. Again, we're going to have to do a part two. We're definitely going to have to do a part two with you. But thank you. Best wishes to your future endeavors because I know you're going to go far. I, I know that. I, I definitely know that. I got that feeling. I okay. got that feeling. I appreciate it, Gwendolyn. Thank you so much for having me. And uh, hey, I'm looking forward to the next one already. So. Oh, yes. We have to get you to Hawaii. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Sure. To my viewers, thank you so much for tuning in today. Until next time, aloha and God bless.
Thank you so much for watching Think Tech Hawaii. If you like what we do, please like us and click the subscribe button on YouTube and the follow button on Vimeo. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn, and donate to us at thinktechhawaii.com. Mahalo.